This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so, so excited for today's guest. I cannot even tell you guys, I found her via social media of all things. I just was telling her before we came on that we just happened to align, and I love what she was speaking about in the spiritual sphere and everything with my own spiritual journey. And I love that she touched on certain subjects that I really felt like I hadn't dove into fully even for myself in my personal life as well as with the show. And so I have the amazing Jenna Zoe, who is the incredible My Human Design with Jenna Zoe. And Jenna is a world-leading expert in human design, a new system of self-discovery, helping reconnect people to who they came to be. After discovering it seven years ago, she has presented it through a lens of acceptance and kindness, which has resonated with hundreds of thousands around the globe and turned it into a mainstream obsession. Her main goal is to help people truly understand who they are and how they function so that they can spend their energy emphasizing their unique gifts and talents rather than trying to be more like how they're being conditioned to be. Amen to that. Jenna, welcome to my show. (laughs) Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be on here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I am so excited. And before we like dive right in, because I have so many questions to ask you, I just want you to share. <laughs> I want you to share a little bit about your journey and 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 with your journey discovering it seven years ago, like what that looks like for you. Yeah. So um, I would say that I kind of just I delved into this world that say probably um, like just a little over 10 years ago now um, in my early 20s and I it actually all started with the first time I went to an astrologer and I was you know before that not a believer in anything woo woo and spiritual I was very scientifically minded as a child so that was kind of my background that I was coming to this too so I didn't believe in any of this stuff um but then I went to this astrologer and she literally read me like, like an open book. And so there was no way that I could deny, um, you know, what was happening in, right in front of my eyes. It was like, it just blew open the door to this like whole new world for me. Um, and I just became obsessed. Like I just learned everything, read every single book I could get my hands on. Every moment of my spare time, I was on YouTube listening to Gabby Bernstein or Abraham Hicks or you know, someone that Oprah was interviewing or any of those different types of things. Cause I just was consumed by this idea that, you know, there are forces unseen that are working on our behalfs and that we can leverage them and use them based on how we show up and that they respond to that and work on our behalf. And I just literally found it like a scientific explanation for magic. So it was like my two worlds kind of colliding, you know what I mean? The left brain and the right brain. Um, so I just got fascinated by it and I, you know, was delving into every modality that I could kind of, um, you know, even that came my way. And then, yeah, about seven years ago, um, I had a session. I, met, I There's a very, um, there's a shaman who I'm very close to and he was telling me about this other thing called human design. And I was like, 
how have I never heard of this before? It's so weird. And he was like, well, it's only, um, you know, a 30 something years old. It's a very new modality. Um, and he read my chart. And again, I was just blown away to a whole other level than I had even thought was possible um, with my astrology kind of delving. And um, it was just a different angle than astrology because it was more practical. It was more how to use your energy. And um, I was fascinated by this idea that, you know, everybody has a different manual on how to use their energy. And so if you and I apply our energy in the same way, we'll get different results, right? Or if you're consistent and I'm consistent, it's only going to work for one of us. And the other one of us is actually built to be inconsistent or to not have a morning routine. And if I try, that's going to drain me. You know, these things were just like light bulbs when I, this wasn't told to me. It was like channeled to me as I was looking at a human design chart. And I was like, holy moly. Um, so then, uh, you know, just to cut a long story short, I was doing a different job at the time, but over time, I sort of transitioned into doing readings for people on the side. It got to a place where my side job was making me more money than my real job. And then that was kind of when I read the signs and said, okay, the universe obviously wants me to go in this direction. So I'm going to um, give up my business and do this as a, as a full-time thing. And that was, um, I started doing readings about five, no, uh, I forget time so much, but the first time I really made it official was like maybe three and a half, four years ago. I forget that was probably my first podcast. Um, and then like now here we are and I don't even know how, how things have unfolded. I don't even remember. That's amazing. But thank you for sharing that story. And you know, it's funny how you said it kind of a blur and you don't really remember. I feel like when things align in your life in a beautiful way, it's like you're just in this moment that just keeps stretching it's not the kind of like i'm caught in something mm -hmm. and it cuts you off it's like a moment that stretches and stretches in time and it's so fluid with the with you know the universe and everything that it just keeps going and it sounds like that's been your path a hundred percent and that's like you know i i say it often to uh the, the woman that's sort of like the most senior woman that i work with on my team Jane, who I've actually known, I met her when I was 19. So I've known her for 15 years um, in a different job. But anyway, she like runs my business now. And I, we always kind of turn around and say, how, how are we doing this? Like how, we're, it doesn't even feel like we're doing anything, but it's here. It's so weird. And I think that was one of my main goals with this is that, you know, there's so many different aspects of life that we can talk about through a human design lens. But when it comes to work and purpose, we have such a, an odd relationship with it because we've really kind of come up through the ranks of, you know, um, historically the last 200 plus years of work being this like heavy, hard suffering. We have to validate ourselves on how much we're kind of like, you know, depleting ourselves doing it. And I was like, Do you know what, if I live a life, if I create success, that was kind of the promise I made to myself is like, I want to get to success, but in a way that feels like ease to me so that I can show myself that it's possible and show other people that it's possible. And I really believe that when you allow yourself really truly to do the things that you are good at without judgment, then those things just start to happen for you. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's like that. It's like time just kind of melted away. I love that. And you're right. It's so true. It's like when you finally release judgment and you just kind of go all in and just say, Hey, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. Like you did. It's like, look at, 
not only how much the universe brought you and how successful you've been, but how much beauty you've brought to others with it. Thank you so much. And I think it's so important to kind of note to people that, you know, I had no idea this was going to turn into a full-blown business with my own software and 18 recommended readers and, you know, full-on training courses and all these type of things. When I started, I just was like, I just started doing readings. And so it wasn't like a fully formed dream before I started in the same way that I tell people, you know, like start, if you love arranging flowers, start the arranging flowers, who knows you won't have, you know, the biggest wedding catering business on the planet, you know, <laughs> later on, you just don't know where it's going to lead. So always the first step is unglam unglamorous or not, you know, great and revereable to, pe to other people. And it's not a story worth worthy of a Forbes cover, but that's the step. That's the bravery, right? That's required is we have to take that step anyway and see where the universe is going to try and take us from there. I think that's another great message. And I appreciate you sharing that you not only didn't know, but you also didn't have built up or anything that was like, you know, concrete as far as what you were doing it was very much in the moment and just going for it. Cause I think a lot of times, especially entrepreneurs, myself included, you sit there and go like, well, what's this going to be? And what's that going to be? And how is this going to happen? And you start to think mm -hmm. as you're using your brain so much, you start to stress yourself out and you judge and all the things you just mentioned. And it's like, let the creative take over, let you just go for it and, mm. and see what happens. And at the end, going back to what we were saying in the beginning, let the universe guide you like it has with you with this. Like you would have never thought that you would be where you are now. And now I'm sure you can't even recognize the person you were before. Oh my God. Like not even. And that's, that's the cool thing, right? It's like, it's just so fascinating and it's so much more fun to not have our imagination dictate it because the universe's imagination is so much better than ours anyway. So I really believe that when you're doing what you are good at, that you love, like where the intersection of those two things are, that is designed for a reason. That's what your soul chose before you came here. And so if you follow that, if it's making drapes, you know, you're like, well, what's going to happen? Just making drapes. Like you don't know, you know what I mean? It's like all the people that have all the businesses that we admire now, they started just doing that. It's like, yeah, of course it doesn't sound that cool, you know? But right. we have to follow it. That's, I believe that we are here to be in service to our gifts. And so we have to follow where they're kind of like tugging us to go. Oh, I love that. Another, another great message. It's like not only trust the universe, like, but it's like you just said, like allow yourself to kind of be tugged in the right direction. Trust in that you are being guided and it's not by what you think it is you're being guided by. It really is by the universe, source, God, whatever it is that you truly believe in the line that is mm. guiding you. Totally. And it's, it's cool too, because, you know, um, it, I, like the main question that people get, you know, come to me with is like, you know, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? And like, we net, you know, we, we kind of need, we have this need as human beings to kind of define it by like a job description, but your purpose is your gifts and the job description or the, the, the job that you currently have is just like, I encourage people to think of it as like the vessel or the form that allows you to be sharing your gifts. Right. So it's kind of like, we put so much, we, I guess we almost put like our jobs on our pedestal, but it's almost like we have to reframe that and think about like, is the job working for me? And you can always kind of tell by the energetic, like ROI, right? Like the return on investment. Meaning if you put all the energy in this direction, like, don't just take my word for it. See if anything comes back. Right. Like I could tell, when the first time I started doing readings, 
um, you know, from one reading, I got another one, then I got another one, then two more came from this person and blah, blah, blah. I could tell that there was flow there that was opening up. Right. So it's like, we can obviously try and conceive everything by sitting on our couch, but there's nothing that's also going to compare to just like, just gently dipping your toe in a couple of different arenas. If you're not sure of what your thing is and seeing what comes back because the universe will show you by like an obvious, easy, um, return on investment, what it is, you know, if you're using, if this is a form that you, that is good for you to be sharing your gifts in, I feel. I love that. And that's another good message is like, you know, sharing your gifts, like you said, being service, being of service to others. We really are all here for each other in the collective, whether we realize it or not. And it's, I love that you said that because it's true. It's like, it, they will, it'll reward you in more ways than one when you're doing something in alignment, even if you don't maybe feel that it is something that, you know, you maybe thought you would be doing, or it's something you look at yourself, like you said, and go like, oh my gosh, what I, I'm doing, what I would have never thought I'd be this. And I love it. You said about like almost reinventing yourself. It's like, I think a lot of times myself included, you have a hard time reinventing because that's, that's unknown. And that's essentially has fear to it. And there's like, what am I going to do and the anxiety? And so, you know, for you, Jenna, when mm. you started all that and got into this, like, how was that for you when everything kind of started like being reinvented? Like, how did you feel and how did you, you know, manage to overcome if you had any fear in that as it, uh, you know, as it aligned and progressed? You know, I think I'll, I'm going to be really honest here, Ali. I feel fear of the unknown in so many other ways, but this is the one thing in my life that didn't give me fear of the unknown at all. Like going into human design and stepping into this, of course, I feel fear of the unknown of like, I hope people like this new product or I hope they love this new offering or how's that going to go. But in terms of the direction it's taking me in, it's the one thing that I've never felt so sure of in my life because it, I, I don't feel like it's me. And that's another really big thing is I feel like it really helps when you take yourself out of the equation, right? Because like, it's so easy for the ego to go, but am I good enough for this? Am I people going to like it? Um, you know, is it the right thing for me? You know, am I worthy? Am I worthy? Do I deserve it? You know, those kind of questions. And the thing is, is like, I don't even think about me in this, if that makes sense. So it's like, who cares if I think I'm worthy? I just have to like, it's my duty to show up and do this. Like, it's not about what I'm getting from it. It's about like me doing my karma as a soul, like fulfilling my contract as a soul. Right. So like, the only way that I am going to be happy and fulfilled is if I fulfill that contract. So get, take me out of the equation. And it's, it's between the universe, my gifts and you know, the, the God in me that is, that is showing up every day and trying to be more the qualities that, you know, we equate with the divine and, and that's, it, it doesn't even come into it. The worthiness piece for me or the, the, do I deserve it? Am I going to be okay? That kind of thing. Oh, I love that. And I think that's another great message because, you know, you, okay, the assumption, like I just said, is that a lot of times there would be fear. And I love that you were so honest and shared that though there may have been some vulnerability of questioning of a product or this or that, because you were so aligned and so in sync, you felt like, no, this is really my calling. I'm stepping into this. And so therefore the fear was removed for you. Yeah. And of course, I, I kind of don't want, I'm very like, aware or weary of like trying to paint it like it was this dreamy thing and that's the only way that you'll ever you know fall into a dream career but I just feel like 
I was very, um, I, I'm in my twenties when I first was exploring this information. I think I, it became right because spirituality and, and self-development, you can use it. It's all about the way you use it. And I think I spent so much time, Ali, like using it in an almost, um, in a way that was holding me back from my life and keeping me on the couch of my life and not moving my life forward almost to a self-indulgent way where I had to do all the programs and had to figure out, I had to like almost feel like I was so ultimately worthy before I even took one step out in the real world and like to change my life and to do things that I wanted to do. And so I really feel like I've lived my life from that place using spirituality in that direction. Um, and actually, and which ended up keeping me, I guess, like quite small and stuck versus using it in a way where, you know, with this, this new consciousness that I described, so I also don't want to paint the picture that it's always just like completely perfect because it isn't, but I just knew that, okay, this is so much more me and that's how I feel worthy is by doing it. That's how I feel powerful is when I'm doing it. It's not like I feel powerful and I feel worthy before I do the thing, you know? And so it never gave me doubts because it just took off so fast. I guess I didn't even really have time to doubt it. Um, is the honest truth. Well, thank you for that honest truth. And like, seriously, oh my God, so many, so many gems here in our conversation, because another message to take away that like, you know, like you, like what you just shared. And I think that that's just so important for other people to hear like that, you know, that honesty and that vulnerability of, you know, what you felt and, you know, how things aligned. And I, I just, I love that. Well, okay. So let's dive in. People are going to be like, okay, we heard everything about Jenna. Now we want to know what human design is because so many don't know <laughs> what human design is. And I only recently started learning from my cousin who was really into it and was explaining all the things. And I was like, what you're, what, what, you know, it's <laughs> that's mm-hmm. literally my reaction. And then, you know, I started yeah. diving more in and I started like re- learning more and reading more. And I'm like, oh, this is really fascinating. And then I found you why I said the universe aligned. It was like, Hey, here's an incredible person. You can wow. up and check it out, you know? And so here we are. Mm-hmm. So I want you to share with my, wow. I know. Right. I want you to share with my audience. Like, yeah. What is human design? What does it mean? And like, what can you tell us about it? Mm, okay. Well, you know how I was talking just now about like the ease and the, you know, it should be like flow for everybody and all that kind of stuff that's like my fundamental wish for the whole world. You know, like I, that's the thing that I believe I came on this planet to do is to help bring more ease and flow into people's lives. And so I think human design came to me as a tool because it is a tool to help describe how your specific roadmap of this world is right. So in the same way with astrology, you use your, you put in you know, your birthday, your birth time, your birthplace into a piece of software. And it tells you, you know, your, sun sign, your moon sign, you know, all these different things. It's the same with um, human design. You put your birth information in and you can go to my website, which is myhumandesign.com and put in all your birth information, including your exact birth time. And it will tell you like how you manifest, how you're built, um, what's the way that you find your purpose, how your digestion is, what best environment is, what your best environment for you is, what your strongest sense of your six senses is and how to use that in your life and um, how to make decisions, how your intuition functions, all these just very practical things that you can immediately start to put into place and play within your life and see what changes for you. And so when I first um, discovered it, it was very clear to me that it's 
what I liked about it so much is it's usable. You know what I mean? It's not just surrender or learn to let go or, you know, trust the universe. It's like, no, if you specifically do it this way, this is your way, honey. Like, let's customize this shit. Um, so that's, that's what I loved about it. And then just in the same way with astrology that you have like 12 signs and you have different rising signs and blah, blah, blah. It's the same with human design. So you have lots of different categories, um, lots of different variables within it. So you and I could be, for example, we could have the same energy type, but we would have a different intuition. Um, we would have a different personality or we could have a different energy type, but the same personality, right? So there's infinite um, numbers of combinations when you put everything together. There's there's 400, about 492 variables, and then imagine how many different combinations you can come together when you when you mix those up. Actually, wow, so cool. I mean, mm. you know, and and so you know, I love that you said you like made it so custom. So it's like it's not there's no guessing to it. It's like no, this is legit aligned to you as who you are in all shapes and forms. Absolutely. So it's, it's different than like the Enneagram and the numerology and stuff because, well, I guess not numerology, but there's no guessing in this. And um, it's just hyper, hyper, hyper specific. So it's not a quiz. Sometimes people message me on Instagram and people say like, I think I'm, I'm a projector from what it sounds like, you know, like they, I guess they, they think it's like a, something that you kind of, you know, well, from me talking about it, you, you can tell which one you are, but you really have to, um, it's very specific. It's actually based in, um, there's an astrophysical component because it's to do with the positioning of the planets and something, um, you know, basically saying that there is information coming from different positions of different planets on the day you're born and that your soul chooses to be born at a specific time because of the energy in the room, the place, the time, the earth, um, in that specific area for your soul as kind of like the ideal launch pad for you to come in through right like if you have this specific soul mission where and what time do you want to come in through is really going to help you energetically because you know when right now in california feels very different to right now in london right for for many many different energetic reasons if we had if we had energetic goggles we'd be able to see all the differences right so that's kind of what human design does i love that and i want to quote from your website how you said to me, human design is the contract your soul makes with the universe about who you came to be, what you came to do, and what karma you came to correct this lifetime around. Because I think that's an amazing quote, obviously, you said it, but I love what, you know, Thank you, you. With it because it really does break it down. It's like, this is what you're here for. This is what you're serving mm -hmm. and this is what you're working through, which is what we are all doing. Yes, absolutely. And it just, wouldn't it be cool if we just had this at birth, you know, and we just were raised according to who we are because so much of our pain and our layers and our, you know, what we call the not self in human design, right? All the stuff that isn't us is just stuff that society has told us sometimes with good intentions, it's good to be more like this, or you should try and be more like that. And all these things that pull us off our core and our center. If we knew who we were from the beginning, and we kind of discarded everything that was coming our way whenever we knew it wasn't correct for us, how much more centered and aligned and less confused we'd be. So yeah. actually one of my favorite things to do is to, is to do it for children, you know, for do readings with moms for, for their kids, because, you know, I think moms who right now are like, you know, a wave, there's a wave of conscious mothers who want to raise their kids according to who they are. I just think like how much better 
I mean, it's great that we have this information, but how cool if we had this and were raised like this since we were like four, I mean, it would just be insane. We would fly. I love that. And I love that you said like conscious mothers. Because it's so true. Like I've, I'm trying to do the same, even with like just having the girls, you know, charts done astrology wise, like being like, okay, so this is her personality. So she acts this way because of this not trying to essentially change what, you know, uh, you know, society sometimes tells us, you know, we have to fit into this box or we have to do this, we have to do that. And it's like, no, because we're way more awake and in stepping into our higher consciousness a lot, especially as moms. And I love that you're doing that work with moms. It's like, I can look at my child and say, mm. no, there is no box for her to step into because this is who she is. Yeah, exactly. And how beautiful, I mean, honestly, there is no better gift. Like you are an amazing mom to even like that. Even just that is like, oh, I just think you guys, it's just superhero work. It's God's work. Oh, I love that. It's so, it's so true. And it's like, you know, you're right. It's like, you know, if we had these tools when we were young girls, like then we wouldn't have maybe questioned like, oh, you know, is this the right thing? Or, oh, is this true about myself? Or is that not true? It's like, if you have a roadmap to see like, yeah. hey, these are the things about myself, of course, still live your life. Just like anything else. Someone gives you a psychic reading and you don't, you know, hopefully yeah. married to it, but you know, you, you explore and know, okay, this is, you know, about me or this is this. And, and you can say, oh, okay, I do mm -hmm. take in things this way, or I do take in this, or yeah. whatever it may be. I, I think that's so amazing that you do. I didn't even know that you um, did that with, you know, with, with uh, children. It's, it's so much fun. I mean, I have moms, like, for example, feeding their kids the same thing, pretty much the same lunches, dinner, breakfast, lunches, dinners every day, and not trying to do the conventional advice of trying to get all the variety in because their kids' digestion in human design is meant to be more that you that they're eating the same thing every day and the kids are happy that way or you know there's certain kids that you know they're not good in the mornings and so the parents adjust slightly to kind of take that in and it's just good to know you know what you're dealing with and and to help a person be stay more in themselves in their essence yes oh my gosh i love that that's that's incredible. And so like you just said, like it can pertain to literally even just feeding them their dinner or their meal. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, maybe this isn't their jam because this is just not them. Mm -hmm. oh my God. I mean, I just, I, I get so excited about it and I don't know if it's because I wish I would have had this so much or I dream of a world where we have this, but it, there's nothing excites me more. I just think how healing and magical to understand each other and how much less pain will we create when we really do see each other for who we are and understand that, you know, we go through life being anthropocentric, meaning we assume everyone works and thinks the exact same way as us, but you and I, we could pick up the exact same object. We would do it for exactly different reasons, right? So it's all about understanding the essence of a person. And I think when you do that, there's not as much room for judgment and misunderstanding and miscommunication and all the stuff that gets us into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's, it's so, so, so true. It's like so cool. So like, let me ask you, when people come to you and you do, you know, a reading and you're telling them different things about themselves, how do you help them tap into who they are because I, I you know at the end of the day we are all intuitive beings whether we realize it or not something I'm learning more and more and mm -hmm. really on especially right now in 2020 and so I want to know from you mm -hmm. like how do you help others tap into theirs and and help them resonate with that their intuition yeah so um it's really interesting from a human design perspective we have different um parts of our bodies 
and everybody has a part of their body that is kind of like the MVP of their chart in terms of like the decision making and the intuition. So for example, you have like an emotional kind of intuition, which is different from an instinctive intuition, which is different from like a gut intuition, um, which is different from like the heart intuition, right? And the part of you that feels like, um, uh, like ego in a good way, like I, me, what I want, what I'm motivated by. These are all different voices that each of us have in different um, amounts inside our heads. And so, or inside ourselves, I should say. And, um, you know, each one of us has a different way that our intuition, um, comes to us and, and, and feels like to us. So when you, sometimes when you, and this is what's so great about, you know, having a languaging around these things is when you can like kind of crystallize or give words to how someone's intuition looks, then it's much easier to recognize it when it comes along. It's much easier to recognize the patterns. It's much easier to recognize how it comes through and what it feels and sounds like, because otherwise, you know, Ali, we have thousands of our own voices inside of our heads. And then we have thousands of voices outside of, from the world outside of us in our own heads that we've internalized. It's like, how the hell do we know what's what? You know what I mean? So this just kind of helps like sort through the papers a little bit and say, okay, when you hear this, this, that's your intuition. When you hear that, that's not your intuition. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like to kind of just like understand what the hell is what up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love that. And I think that's so true. It's like, there's so many times, right. Where we think like, oh, maybe I know what I'm talking about here, or maybe I think I'm working from source, but really I'm working, like you said, from ego or somewhere else. And it's important to be able Mm -hmm. to kind of have a guidance to be like, oh, okay. I I, Mm -hmm. I kind of get this, you know? Yes, exactly. And that's, it just helps when someone else outside of you says, you know, um, when you specifically feel your gut literally like expanding when you feel like you're physically drawn towards something and you can barely contain your physical excitement that's your sacral you have gut intuition you know how everyone says listen to your gut listen to your gut well it turns out some people like are meant to be listening to their guts and some people's guts don't speak to them they don't give them that they'll do other things but it's not here to give you guidance on what's the right thing to do or not you know what i mean so for me for example my gut doesn't speak to me that way so you know all these kind of languaging that is like you know, and this is where I felt really seen by human design because it wasn't this like, I'm this guru, do it my way, which a lot of the spiritual world is, right? It's like, I figured out this one way that works for me. And, you know, now everyone else should do the same because it's going to work. The assumption is it's going to work for y'all, but it doesn't. So um, that's for me what human design is. That's what's so cool about it is like, oh, but my intuition is going to function completely differently to yours. And so I understand now, for example, that my mom really has a strong gut feeling about things and I understand that my dad really doesn't you know and that has helped me so much and with myself like I I can't listen to my gut because my gut is unreliable (laughs) so yeah it's um it just gives good languaging to to see okay this is how my intuition functions this is how I'm going to listen to it this is this is what it feels like when I blah 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 you know Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So I don't know. And like, I'm putting you on the spot, but would you be able to tell me mine just so we could like dive in and you could explain a little bit of mine? Yeah. Well, let me pull up my, um, let me see if, do you have your exact birth time and your birth information? Yes. I know it from doing, so you, you know, know like your exact birth time, charts yes. and all that stuff because of that. So I, I, I know it. I memorized it because I've done like other, like astrology things. <laughs> 
yeah 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 um that's the thing is like when you have some when you have your birth time it's kind of like yeah it's such a um it's such a game changer so yeah so let's pull yours up um because i'd love to be able to tell people a little bit about you know how this stuff basically functions um so essentially what i do is i'm literally just going on to myhumandesign.com clicking on get your chart and you type in your name, your year, month, day, and exact time of birth and location. So will you give me your year first? Okay, 1985. And the month? July. And the day? The 12th. And what time were you born? 8.55 p.m. And that was in, um, I don't know if it matters, but that was in New York. Yeah, it does. 20.55 on the 24-hour um, clock, and you're born in New York. Perfect. Yeah, and this, okay. the, city, the city, if it matters, if, you're, if your chart has it, is a new city of New York, N-E-W-C-I-T-Y, new city, New York. Oh, well, actually... Um, what matters most is just the time zone that you are in. So it doesn't oh, cool. actually, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you actually do have that gut intuition. So it's called sacral authority. So sacral meaning, you know, like you've probably heard of the sacral chakra, um, which corresponds to the gut. And um, that for you is the place that's, that's your kind of MVP of your chart. So that's, what's going to be the thing that's telling you like how to make decisions. So your gut is physical and visceral. It speaks to you like that. So when you see something or hear something or come across something on your path that is right for you, the universe literally makes you physically excited about it or physically drawn towards it. You might sit up closer in your, you know, sit up straighter in your chair. You might literally just squeal or get like physically like, start to get energized because that's the sign from the universe that you're, um, that thing is right for you. That thing is, there's a message for you that you're supposed to be doing that or, you know, responding to that is what, what we say, you know, like engaging with that thing. So for example, it can be something as small as food. Like, are you physically viscerally excited about, you know, the, uh, the squash on plate number a and, or on, you know, ahead of Thanksgiving tomorrow or the wild rice stuffing on this other plate. Like you can literally try it in every single situation in your life, big or small. You're what's called the generator in human design. So you're actually here to create good energy by basically making sure that you are so lit up that that can't help but spill out of you into everything that you do into other people to make them more lit up, more energized, more productive, more inspired. So generators are literally here to lift the rest of the world up by first making sure that they are themselves lit up so it's actually ironically like a win-win situation um and your lit upness is the very route that's going to help you help others without even having to try to figure out how to light up others um so with you with the sacral authority you know like it's it's thanksgiving tomorrow when we're recording this like you know, you can try it on such small things of like, am I physically excited to eat that? You know, am I actually like, do I feel like I'm drawn to that? And so it takes away this mental, like I should eat this or I should do that, or this is the right way. It's like, no, I trust that my excitement isn't random. My excitement is divine. And it is here to show me whichever way to go in any given moment, in any given point in my life. 
Wow. Um, is that something yeah. that you identify with? Yeah, yeah, I love hearing that. I mean, I'm going to have to pay attention, like you just said, for tomorrow when I'm eating. But as far as my gut, it, I love hearing that because as I become a mother and as I've tapped into my own intuition more and more, the more I really do feel things in my gut and I'm always right. And I always go like, oh, well, was that coincidence? But now you're affirming like, no, it's what's in my gut. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's literally just, I promise you scratching the surface of like all the other things that you could, um, you know, get in a reading basically, but you know, people that know human design will, 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 re will know that essentially what we say is if we know, if you know your energy type, which is yours as a generator. And if you know that you are here to respond or do things when you, when they've been put across your path that you are and you're physically excited to do them. So that's number one, when you know your energy type and you know your intuition, your, which for you is your sacral, those are like the two main things that if you knew how to work those, you actually in theory would end up living the rest of your design, even if you didn't know all the intricacies of it, because you'd be applying your energy to the right places and you'd be using the right kind of intuition. And so you'd be guided to be embracing and doing all the other things that are in your chart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, amazing. You can nerd out on a lot of it, but, but for sure that's, um, you know, that's something that is, is important. Um, but you know, there's so many other parts of your chart. Um, one is, I would say that you're, you're very, very, very emotionally, um, spongy, very open, like the most radically open emotionally that you can be, which means that you very easily take on the emotions of other people. Um, and so, you know, your natural state is cool, calm and collected. That's your kind of default, which sounds obvious to you. You're probably like, isn't everyone just, if nothing's happening and everything's fine, isn't everyone just naturally cool, calm and collected? And the answer is no. Some people just wake up in a bad mood or a happy mood for no reason. Whereas you're just like, even keel is your kind of default. Um, and it's only when, you know, something has happened that you either feel something or you're around other people and you're amplifying and magnifying what you're picking up on from them because you're kind of like a, a magnifying glass for what other people are feeling. And so a, a big thing for non-emotional people, it's ironic that they get called non-emotional because we call them, it's like they seem the most emotional to us, right? Because they then magnify and amplify everyone else's emotions. Um, a big thing for people who are non-emotional is like understanding when something they're feeling actually maybe didn't come from them. Like if you're feeling it all of a sudden out of no reason, it's usually because it's not yours. And so learning to disidentify with that and not take it on and not have ownership over it also means that it stays in your energy for a lot less of a long time. Um, which means that it depletes you less because again, the universe wants you to stay in a cool, calm and collected state. Therefore, anytime you're not doing that, that's when you're not living what we say, living your design, right? So anytime you're not living your design is a time when you will be exhausted. That's a time when you will feel depleted, uninspired, like nothing is happening in your life, like there's no flow. And so for you, you know, the main thing as a generator is when you're doing things you don't love, you actually get exhausted. When you're doing something that lights you up, you could do it all day and not get tired because the universe is trying to give you energy to keep on doing it. It's like, oh, she's going in the right direction, so let's energize her. Let's give her all the things she needs to be able to keep doing this. Whereas when you're doing something that you think you should do because you have to do it or to make other people happy, but in, but in turn, making yourself unhappy to sacrifice for it, um, you know, that's when the universe will try and tell you, honey, you're not doing the right things. I'm, 
I'm wanting you to do. And therefore I'm going to make you tired so that you have to just as like a nice sign to say like redirect, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That resonates so much, Jenna, because there have been times definitely creatively where I'm working on something and I think it's like in alignment and I'm exhausted and I like can't get my brain around. I'm like, why am I so tired? Like, what mm-hmm. is my problem? And then I'll go do something else. And it's like immediate energy. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I was just tired. But what you just yeah. said resonated so hard. Absolutely. And that's the thing with all of us, no matter what our exact design is, is like when we have energy and when we feel good, that's not just like a selfish random thing. That is literally the universe trying to communicate to us by are we channeling our life force properly? Like if we are channeling life force properly, you know, then there's no limit to what we can do and how good we can feel. It's like a game of like, how much better can this get, you know? And it's really interesting because, you know, there is a science-based component to this, even though it's also, you know, it incorporates a lot of different things, right? So it's astrology, it's um, chakras like we were talking about, it's the I Ching, which is Chinese system, um, it's, you know, genetics and genetic expression. And then it's, you know, a little bit of astrophysics. So one of the things about DNA is that, you know, DNA is mostly what we call junk DNA. Like scientists haven't figured out the function of the DNA. Like aside from the DNA, that's the small percentage of we're like, this gives you green hair and you know, whatever else. The other stuff doesn't really seem to do much, but actually what we're starting to realize is this quote unquote junk DNA is literally the matter that enables us to channel life force energy in like that's it's how we create energy it's it's how we you know are connected to the divine and how we are you know spiritual beings and a consciousness and that's where all of that stuff lives so you know whenever you're doing like energy of course comes from food and sleep and blah 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 but it comes from such a more high place than that because you've seen people who are thriving in life and they're barely sleeping or they're eating junk or whatever and somehow it's that they're feeding off something so much bigger than that as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so true. And I I love that you said that. Like, it's true. There's some days where I'll be working on something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to like eat for a few hours or perhaps do this, perhaps do that. And you would think Mm -hmm. I trained, but I'm still going because I just Mm -hmm. feel like you just said so lit up. So it's so interesting. You know, so I'm a generator is my energy type. Yes. You're a generator. Um, you have sacral authority. So that's sacral intuition, which means it's the gut intuition that rules your chart. Um, you're a six, two. So that's your, um, a six, two is your, um, your personality basically. So it's the exemplary human is your, is your personality archetype. Um, and I can send you, I mean, I'll send you all the information about all of this as well. Um, when we get off air, but your digestion is evening eating. So that also means that you are designed to kind of eat light during the day and eat your biggest meal or meals at, in the evening, um, which is the same as me, actually. There's 12 different digestions and we have the same one. Oh, wow. Whereas there's some, yeah, whereas there's some people who are the opposite of us, right? Like some people do best when they eat a big breakfast and then, you know, just have a soup for dinner or something. But, um, and then you're also what's called a quad right. So it's really interesting. Quad rights are basically people who are built, they're, from the future almost, um, they're one in 16 people and they are people who are so built for the new world way of doing things. So that means they're not here to be strategic. They're not here to be specific, um, specific. They're not here to be consistent. They're not here to, um, you know, have these certain plans and fixed perspectives and stuff. They're much more here to just like receive and flow and not know and 
just go with it and um, not have plans, not have a regular schedule, all those types of things. So um, I don't know if that, any of that resonates with you, but the more you lean into that as well, the more you'll see that, um, you know, you're really here to be an example and, and show the rest of us how we're all going to be doing things in the, in the very near future. I mean, 2027 in human design is a very um, important time because we're really entering into a one, one collective karmic cycle um, is ending and a new one is beginning. And that's why we're feeling and seeing all this intensity right now because that's the universe trying to help us finish one collective karmic cycle before we begin a whole new era basically wow how cool it's so funny you said that about leaning into that and the schedule because i i try like really hard to be scheduled and 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 no matter what i do <laughs> it just doesn't happen and i get so frustrated and i'm like i need to do this and i need to do that and i and i even get like with my husband i'm like i need to do this and i yeah. need help and blah, blah blah and it's like i i try to let go and just go with the flow but now you're saying that i'm like okay i'm listening universe <laughs> but yeah you know it's like it's yeah. hard because i want to be on a schedule because i feel like i guess in my mind i have to be but now you're just telling me that says mm -hmm. oh I mean, and also don't take my word for it. Try and see what happens, you know, try it out and say, I'm going to do it for two weeks or I'm going to do it for a month or whatever feels good to you and see how your life changes. Because that's the thing is like, you know, we have to wait for that energetic ROI to show itself. We have to see what's going to happen. But it's funny because then every time I see a video on YouTube of like some successful person saying my morning routine, I'm like, oh my God, literally half the world like is inconsistent. <laughs> like <laughs> half the world, this is really serving. And everyone else is thinking that there's something wrong with them because they don't have the secret to success because they can't just freaking have the same, you know, the same two hour, first two hours of their day every single day, right? So it's so freeing to, you know, just to know like, okay, when I hear this information that's coming at me, these are the ones that are right for me that can help me. And there are certain others that just aren't. So true. I am a night owl. And I love that you said that because it's funny. My husband actually just yeah. was saying to me recently, he was reading on an article, like you were just saying, and he's like, you know, it says that the most successful people are the people that get up in the morning. And he's like, we are not morning people. And I'm like, no, we're not. But that doesn't like mean anything. I'm like, I am a true night owl. Like I thrive at night. Mm -hmm. I've always been that way since I was a young thing. Like I've always liked being up at night. I mm -hmm. always like now in quarantine, yeah. you and I, that's our time to hang out. Like that is where I thrive yeah. business or personal. Amen. You know? And so what's interesting about, yeah. And what's, it's so great that you say this because so your digestion, what I was saying to you about eating, you know, most of your um, meals at night, your most of your energy, calories, whatever you want to call it, you know, getting your densest source of um, information at night, like that applies to information as well. So, you know, that, that you really are a true night owl. People who have evening eating are people who are you know, writing at 2am or, you know, wide awake at 10 or eating dinner at nine or having a snack before they go to bed, because that's just how your system works. And I love when it's really helpful when you can see certain parts that you're already doing, because you're like, okay, well, I know that really works for me. And I know I'm already instinctively living my design this way. Yes. Oh my gosh. So cool. I mean, this is amazing. You're amazing. This is so cool. I'm definitely going to test some of this out and like, especially with like tomorrow, it's just like, even like you said with food and like, see my, you know, sense yeah. how I, how I am and everything and report back. Well, before I let you go, I want to, you touched on the fact that we are collectively closing kind of this 
world out where, you know, obviously it's kind of crazy, you know, tumultuous, wild time of 2020. You and I were talking about before mm-hmm. we got on here that, you know, 2020, as crazy as it's been, there have been so many gifts of this time. If you can actually dive in and find them. And so I just wanted to like talk about that for a minute here of like, you know, what your perspective, you know, is on that and how others can do that. And then where do you see us collectively going as far as, you know, spiritual and everything going on in the world with 2021 and this, you know, new, this new shift that you were just talking about? Yeah. So basically the end, this cycle that we were in, uh, which has been about 200 years long, was really about establishing, um, frameworks and institutions and organizations around human beings that would support us right so you know churches governments all these different types of things like that this was the era of that and obviously there were some that were formed in good consciousness during this time and there were others that were formed that actually don't really serve us anymore so what we're really seeing is a true crumbling of anything that is above the human as an individual right so anything that um any company that got successful because it was more powerful than the it's it's any individual consumer is crumbling anyone that created a huge business with the wrong consciousness anyone that is in a position of power with incorrect consciousness all of that stuff is gonna is gonna dissolve we're gonna see that more and more in the next sort of six years and what we're entering into is really the era of the individual is king it's all about our individuation in 2027 and onwards. So at the moment, I also really see, you know, that everybody has been given this 2020 vision in 2020, right, to be able to see things as they really are. And, um, you know, we've had to obviously stop and pause and had so much more time to see these things where, you know, I don't know about you in your life, but everywhere I go, people who I don't, people who I thought were not candidates anywhere near or anywhere interested to having a spiritual awakening are being pushed, are moving towards things, are shifting, are changing. It's really so magical. And so I believe that all of us are psychic, empathic, gifted, intuitive, energetic healers, all these things. Um, And, you know, we are going to see kind of the age of the guru and the spiritual world as separate from the real world kind of really coming down. And um, what will be in its place is people using these gifts in every type of job. Like it will be politicians that use their, you know, certain gifts, these certain spiritual gifts to do politics, right? And we'll have people using these gifts at doctor's offices and all these different kinds of things. And so I really encourage people, um, you know, when you human design is one way you can get to learn your gifts because um, when you dive into um, all the different numbers in your chart, which each one can, um, pertains to a certain um, separate gift, but also, you know, asking friends or whatever feeling that is that you have it and just pursuing it and just giving it energy and sees, seeing how it develops. Um, if you need an, a permission slip to call yourself intuitive, to call yourself gifted, to call yourself sensitive, to call yourself a superhuman, like I'm giving it to you. It's, it's, that's it. We are God, you know, and, and this is our time to really realize that and not in an egotistical way, like that we're better than anybody else, but just that we all are that, you know? And so why, why try to constrict that? Why limit that? Like, let's just go be gods. So I think this is the time. Uh Yeah. I think this is the time now. And I think entering into 2021, we have the potential to really open up our gifts. And in 2020, we've maybe opened them up like 
3%, but we can, in 2021, I think we're just going to be able to just fly them open. Like the, the most unlikely candidates of people are going to transform so fast as well, like faster than what we've ever thought was possible. It can happen overnight if you want it to. You just have to kind of open yourself up to it and explore. And there's no wrong way to do it. You're we're all going to get there in the end. I love that. That's such an, another great message. And I was going to say, I love that you said also not working from ego, because I think that, you know, um, you know, many of us, myself included, raising my hand, like we can easily work from ego. And especially with the way society kind of has portrayed things from when we were young of how, you know, rat race, mm -hmm. competitive and this and that and all the things. And it's like, oh, yeah. that doesn't really serve us, as you said. And so I love that you yeah. shared about the crumbling and about the changing and all the things because I've been feeling that and I've been seeing that in so many ways. And I've been saying that to like my own husband and my friends and everything. Sometimes I think I sound crazy, but like, hearing you say that is like, okay. <laughs> you know, um, that is really yeah. what's going on. And there is, like you said, it's really of like, what is of service that's going to continue to go forward with all of us. And so I think like, you know, with your message, it's like for anyone listening, one, you're listening to this because it's divine alignment. You're not just listening to this. And, mm -hmm. you know, also like, don't be so afraid of necessarily the shakeup and the crumbling and all the things. Yes. Yeah. It's, as Jenna said before, like, you know, that there will be unknown and that things can be a little bit, you know, shaken up, but it is for the greater good. It is for what we're all doing as a collective. And, you know, we have to walk into it in order to move it forward and to Jenna's point of what she stepped into and all the work that she's done it's like we all can do the same in our own gifts and our own purposes but we have to just allow ourselves to be open to do it yeah and the, you know you will get shaken I mean I <laughs> I get shaken and I get uncertain in so many other parts of my life too and you know ego comes in for me too and the competitive you know the whole like lack and the whole thing like all that stuff because we're humans that's also part of the journey um so i also think that the, the 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 sort of like secret quick route to shifting fast is not to shame yourself for the shit that comes up when you see it you know like you just go okay that's me i'm human okay i did it doesn't mean i always have to do it it's fine you know I love that. I think that's, I think that's another great message. It's like, we're humans, we're all flawed. We all do our things and yeah, yeah. realize it and see it for what it is and go, oh, okay, that's, 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 that's some bullshit or okay. I don't like that so much, but okay. Moving on, yeah. <laughs> moving past yeah. it, you know? Um, and I appreciate that you share, yeah. that you do the same because that's important for all oh. of us to hear. Oh my God. Anyone that, anyone that pretends that they don't, I just think, yeah there's something something's up there unfollow you know what I mean like we are all so flawed and so human and we mess up but that's the journey and that's what we come here to do and you know name it don't shame it you know what I mean it's like I do this okay fine so what does it make me unlovable unworthy does it mean I'm terrible I'm like destined to a life of doom no like I'll just be kind to myself and put my hand on my heart and say, you did it out of fear, sweetie. It's fine, you know, and you can do it different next time or you can try at least. And if you get it wrong again, that's cool as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another great message. And I, I love that. It's like, don't, don't, don't shame it. Like just, just own it and know it and understand it. And the fact that you're even aware of it and then move forward as best you can. And, and that's 
So true. Well, Jenna, this was like amazing. Like you are such like an incredible soul. I'm so excited. Like we got to align and chat. I'm like literally lit up oh, as you're too. saying all this. Uh, <laughs> uh, now I understand why. Because um, <laughs> I'm a Jenna. I love it. <laughs> but you know, amen. amen. But before I let you go, tell us like, you know, one, one or two, I guess, like, I don't want to say tips, but I guess maybe just ways to lean into the end of 2020 and stepping into 21. And, and if you want to be stepping into this awakening and shifting, what would you say from your perspective or some things that people can do? So I, I really believe that getting our intentions like tight and right is everything. Like that's just something that is so simple. It's free. Um, but we just don't take the time to do it because we live in a time when we've never had more spiritual tools, but we also live in a time when it's never been harder to keep our attention on ourselves, right? Because we're just leaking it on so many other things and everything else is just competing for our attention and our time and sucking us dry. And we can have days and days and days when we're just living passively rather than actively. So I think even just five minutes a day of like, asking yourself like, okay, I want to be happy. Okay. But what does that look like to me? Like, what is happiness? Like, and instead of just saying freedom and love and peace, like, you know, getting clear on what those things are and kind of just like, you know, the universe is like kind of in the waiting in the wings, dying to help you. You just have to like steer the ship a little bit. And so, you know, the easier it is for you to say, okay, let's say for example, you're ending 2020 in a job that you hate, right. Um, but you need it for the money. Most of the time we kind of think like, oh, well, I either have to stay or I have to leave, but I have to stay for the money, let's say. Okay. But that doesn't mean that you can't say to the universe, universe, I'm staying here right now for the money, but I want to be very clear to you that I'm not enjoying myself. So please help me out. Please send me different things as I stay on to this. I'm just making it very clear that I, I'm doing this for the money. Like tell the universe, like I'm doing this for the money. I'm not doing it because I enjoy it. So I'd ideally like something that helps me make money that I actually enjoy as well. So like, show me what to do. Where's the thing? Send me something. Um, you know, being open to, to alternative possibilities instead of like resigning yourself to, Oh, I have to stay in this job forever. Will it ever end? Can I ever move? Can I, da, 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 da. it's just about changing the narrative on the way that you speak to the universe. Almost. I think that's, that's the most powerful thing I think, um, that we can do. Um, and so anything that you want, you can have, but you have to outline first what that looks for you and understand that you are so held and that there are unseen forces behind you that are dying to help you when you, you know, just dance with it a bit. You know what I mean? You kind of, you activate it. It's the one that then carries you forward, but your action is simply just little dances of demonstration that show that you're kind of willing to you know, engage with it basically. Oh my gosh. I love that. I got chills when you said that. And it's so true. It's like you are <laughs> guided if you allow yourself to actually be open to that and see that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, you don't have to know this just by, there's no way of fully, fully knowing it in your heart just by sitting on your couch. I tried for many years, didn't work. <laughs> um, it's, it's something that you feel, <laughs> it's something that you feel when you try it out and it just gets like bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and that journey is, is something that no one else can tell you. You know what I mean? You no amount of reading about it, listening to it. It's going to be all your own and it will feel so magical in the way that is right for you when, you know, no one else has ownership over what's, what's yours and what's meant for you than you. It's just waiting for you there to go and just gently step into it. 
Oh my gosh. So, so good. I mean, so guys, if you're, you know, there's so many gems in this show, but you know, to take away, it's really stepping into who you are as, you know, an individual trusting in, you know, mm-hmm. what you believe really is right or going for something and then allowing it to play out. As Jenna said, what she did with, you know, her whole incredible journey with human design. And like she said, don't shame yourself, just know it and, mm-hmm. and step into you and step mm-hmm. into your power because she, she said the the you know the world of individual is truly coming and we are all amazing and oh we yeah tap into our own gifts absolutely and don't wait for anyone to tell you that you are amazing oh my gosh love that jenna you're incredible tell us where we can find you follow you and if they want to get a reading from you or check out their chart all that good stuff yeah so um basically i don't really do readings anymore because we're working on some other stuff behind the scenes to bring human design into um people's lives in a much bigger way but i have 18 incredible readers that were trained by me on my website which is myhumandesign.com um but you can also um watch my videos that if you basically piece together the videos that i've made um about your specific chart then it's basically like getting a reading from me but you know, instead of doing it in cramming it all into one hour, you have like, you can get like eight to 10 hours worth of video just on your chart um, from me, or you can get a reading with one of my readers. Um, In the first instance, you can at least just go, go there and look up your chart and just see the basic things. Um, So that's just myhumandesign.com where everything lives under one roof. And then on Instagram, where my.humandesign and also Jenna Zoe is my personal one where um, you know, I talk more about these, these broader concepts of like ease and intention and flow and that kind of stuff. And that's just J-E-N-N-A-Z-O-E. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jenna, for being here. You are truly a light. Thank you for doing all the work, especially during this time for all of us as a collective. And guys, like Jenna said, your superpower, your superhuman is you. Mm-hmm. So cheers mm-hmm. next time. Thank you, Jenna. Cheers. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.